Good morning, Cornelius. This is About Town, typically hosted by Mer Mayor Woody Washam, but today you get me, your highly caffeinated host of the day, Malin Joyner. <laughs> I am the town's communications manager, and I'm here with my two best friends. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Oh, you're, you're too kind. Um, <laughs> I don't mean it. Uh, thank you. Uh, it's Josh Handelsman. I uh, work for the Parks and Recreation Department as the Recreation Superintendent. And name's Mike Wolf. Do the same thing. Or sorry, work at the same place as Josh. <laughs> I'm the Special Events Program Manager. I would hope you guys don't do the same thing. It'd be chaotic. <laughs> Make work. Yeah. Today is all about Parks and Rec. Um, we're heading into the spring season and there is always so much to do. And so today we're going to give you a special preview into some of that. We're going to talk a little bit more about what exactly Parks and Rec does, other than obviously uh, build our parks, maintain them, and all of these mm. great services that you all interact with on a day-to-day -day basis. We're also going to talk a little bit about some improvements that are happening around town right now and some expectations for next year. But in case anybody out there does not know, do you guys want to tell me what Parks and Rec does? Sure, I could take that. So... We maintain all of the greenways, the parks, the multi-use pathways throughout Cornelius, as well as special events, the rec centers we help out with, with the middle school or the elementary school, as well as put on a bunch of great events for everyone to enjoy. Yeah. Our tagline, it definitely speaks true, is exceptional parks, greenways, and community experiences. And that's something Troy wanted me to plug. So that's for <laughs> Troy, our director. <laughs> and it's not just a tagline, it's a promise. You know, these, these guys work diligently every single day to make sure that everything is exceptional. You know, we don't just have good parks and rec here. We have great parks and rec. Absolutely. That's something we like to brag about. You are the town's third favorite department. So congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It's always good to be third best. <laughs> That's at least according to the budget survey, which I will talk in length about later because I have to. Um, how is what we do different from what the county does? Because I know the county, um, they own some of our parks. They, they put on some programming up here. And they serve the entire region. You know, it's not just Charlotte or anything like that. So they definitely have some influence up here. How do we work with them and what differentiates what they do from what we do? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Thank um, you. So like, like you already touched on, the, the county is looking at all of Mecklenburg County. Obviously, they have facilities up here with the North Regional Rec Center, um, Chatham Park, and so on. I, I guess really the big difference between us and them is we are focused on the town, right? Mm -hmm. We'll focus on here, our residents, um, our neighborhood parks. And what the county's doing is um, they're, they're putting together more, you know, that they help with the funding as far as, you know, getting some greenways built to, to finish up our emerald necklace, um, you know, CMS. I know it's not necessarily the county, but, mm -hmm. you know, Charlotte Mecklenburg schools, um, you know, we do have a great partnership with them as well that allows the use of the recreation centers. So there's a lot of good going on, but I would say the big difference between us and the county is we're doing a lot more programming and services mm -hmm. here in town for our residents. Yeah. From what I've seen, you guys are more hands-on and the county takes a more holistic approach. And it's, I think, more about facilities, you know, providing those opportunities for us to do programming and services and things like that. Yeah. And we do have a great relationship with them. Um, it's nice to see how everybody works together to get things like the Emerald Necklace done. Um, I know that our Greenway system is very important to us, and it's also very important to North Mech as a whole. Uh, it's been a great asset since its advent years and years ago. What do you both do within Parks and Recreation? You know, your titles are, are one thing, but what do they actually mean? Yeah, so it's exactly like the TV show. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. Um, so, so my job responsibility um, as a whole is just overseeing our, our recreation department. Mm -hmm. um, I like to 
make make the claim that we are the the fun side, um, not necessarily the maintenance cleaning up. Uh-huh. Um, we are creating the the mass, so to speak. So, um, in in my toolbox, so to speak, we have fantastic person to my left, Mike, overseeing our special events. Um, we have Emily and Rashad that is our kind of um, Swiss Army knife. They're our recreation program assistants. They help in all the areas as well as John Anderson. Mm-hmm. A recreation manager, a recreation center manager. Um, he oversees obviously the two recreation centers we have in town, as well as our nature programs mm-hmm. um, and a few other special events, mm-hmm. um, such as a hooked on Cornelius and fishing derby. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, um, is going to be Shelby Cruz. She <laughs> is our athletic program manager, um, and I know she's actually got a busy week this week with our youth basketball league wrapping up. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a big time. What about you, Mike? Yeah, well, real quick on Josh, you also forgot to mention summer camps. It's a big part of what we do here. Some of the best in Lake Norman. Well, let's and... save that for later. I have a lot of questions about summer camps. Okay, I'll hold off on that then. <laughs> um, I'm, again, I'm the special events program manager, so I oversee all the events that the town puts on, any town-sponsored events that we work with, as well as helping out with john for some of his events so events can range from a couple or 10 to 20 people for a teddy bear breakfast that we do in january to over ten thousand people for symphony in the parks they definitely vary in size but they all take a lot of effort and they're all a lot of fun Mm -hmm. and for those of you who don't know which is basically everybody except for mike i did film a video of him last year getting ready for symphony in the park and i promise I promise, I promise, I promise that one day it will be released to the public. Before or after this year's Symphony in the Park? That's a great question. (laughs) I'm going to go with the over on that one. Let's not place bets on it. If I could have two free hours to just sit down and edit this video, it would be out already. But Mike does put in a lot of work to all of these events that he puts on and that the department puts on. And it is actually insane to watch him in action. Like if anybody is is single handedly responsible for the success of an event, it's this man who paces more than anybody I've yeah, ever seen in my life. I was literally <laughs> just going to say that this man puts in more steps on an event day than probably yeah. a, a marathon runner does on a marathon day. I think Absolutely. I burned eight thousand calories the day I followed him for somebody in the park. I checked my my fitness app and I walked like what was it six miles. At the very least, I do like is... thirty to forty thousand steps. And wow. that day, we were on a golf cart too for some of it. That's recall. true. Yeah, I do. I do remember yeah. most of that, even though it was a year ago. That's my bad. So, how did you guys get into Parks and Rec? Yeah. Um, was it the TV show that inspired you, though? You know, for the, the for the longest time, finally, that you mentioned that I refused to watch the show because I was like, you know, it, it makes <laughs> it makes fun of us. You know, I'm a parky, but I, I've grown to appreciate it. You deserve so. to be made fun of. I yeah yeah, it's been <laughs> happening for a long time in my life, but it's all good, right? Taking a stride. Um, but my story is probably very similar to a lot of us mm-hmm. in, in the in the field. Um, you know, 15 years old. You know, dad comes up to me, says, it's time for you to get a job. I said, what can I do at 15? Go to the local Parks and Recreation Department. Mm-hmm. Um, got a job there as a t-ball coach and just slowly fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. Went to school to get my degree in it. And then I was fortunate enough to um, get a part-time job. At the, at the time, you, you, it was very hard to find a full-time job in Parks and Recreation. So mm-hmm. I got a part-time job, a couple of places. One of them just kind of fell into a full-time opportunity. And I kind of ran the gamut, um, a lot of programming events, facility management. Mm-hmm. I've even overseen a mini golf facility. Wow. So, yes, nice. so a lot of <laughs> uh, a lot of cool opportunities and just slowly fell in love with it and mm-hmm. um, moved my family from Illinois to here and, and got very lucky and fortunate to, to be where I am now with the town. Yeah. How about them bears? 
<laughs> bear down. That's all I got to say. Uh, I got a lot of thoughts and feelings, but I don't think this is the show to discuss them. Uh, <laughs> we only have an hour. We, 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 uh... we could talk about this for days. Mike, what about you? How did you get into So mine is work? almost the opposite of the normal person. I was working in sports and wanted to work in sports my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, after getting a sport management degree at York College, Pennsylvania, went to the University of Akron and did ticket sales. Mm-hmm. I hated sales. I'm not a big talker, <laughs> as you guys know, so I was not a big fan of that, but Found a uh, opportunity to move closer to my parents in Columbia, mm-hmm. uh, working for the baseball team in Kannapolis, the Intimidators, the Cannonballers, did that for six years and then started here two and a half years ago. I just like doing events. I don't care what, what medium it is. Yeah, well, you're great at it. In any case, we're lucky to have both of you, and we'll talk more about Parks and Rec and what you guys do after this break. Thank you for listening. Keep it right here. About Town with Cornelius Mayor Woody Washam will return after this short break on 1059 100.7 WSIC. About Town continues now. Here's your host, Cornelius Mayor Woody Washam on 1059 100.7 WSIC. Local starts here. Good morning, Cornelius, and welcome back to About Town, typically hosted by Mayor Woody Washam. But today you get me, Malin Joyner, communications manager for the town. I am here with two of my best friends, Josh and Mike, who work for Cornelius Parks and Recreation. And we just talked a little bit about what Parks and Rec does and how they got into their respective careers. You both have very different backgrounds that bring great assets to us. You know, you have great CVs all around with Josh and his mini golf and Mike and his matching polos, which I know you two orchestrated. We did. We text every morning and wear matching outfits. Yep. We're in sync with each other. (laughs) It's beautiful. (laughs) All right. So we are heading into spring. That is a big season for us. We kind of take a little hiatus over the winter. There's light up Cornelius. There's a teddy bear breakfast, but definitely not as fast paced as the spring and summer are, if that's correct, Mike. That is absolutely correct. I actually email once a week to Karen, our office administrator, mm-hmm. and send her what's coming up in the next two months. Yeah. And it was 15 lines long. So 15 yeah. different events or programs next two months. Wow. So I told her it's it's that time. That's not just going to keep you busy, but that'll keep our residents busy with lots of great opportunities to get involved with Parks and Rec and come out to some great programs. What exciting things can residents look forward to this spring? Well, there are plenty of great things. <laughs> um, next up is our... We're talking about events. I'll let mm-hmm. Josh talk, touch on a couple of programs we have as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but our Hop in the Spring is our annual Easter event. It's typically um, in April. It's in March this year just because where Easter fell. Mm-hmm. So that is going to be March 23rd at Wilhelm Park from 2 to 4. Mm-hmm. What we're changing this year for that event is we are requiring registration for the Easter egg scramble. Mm-hmm. Typically a free event across the board. The only thing we're requiring registration is for the scramble just because of the size. Yeah. Last year we had 200 to 250 kids for four heats. Mm-hmm. So you can see the pictures online. I'm stuck in the middle with my hands <laughs> up, just praying to God that I make it out of this. A thousand kids rushing at you over an hour is a lot. Yeah. Um, like so basically, yeah. So we're just trying to limit it so we can better control it and make sure the experience is still good for everyone there. We don't want to max it out just for the sake of maxing it out. Yeah. We want to make sure it's a good experience for everybody. Yeah. So one thing to quickly note on that, Mike, um, is that pre-registration is required, but it is going to be free for residents. Mm-hmm. So, so just make sure you, you register early. Yeah, and I'm sure everybody's going to appreciate that in the long run. Uh, we do prefer quality over quantity. Absolutely. Like you said, it's not about selling out an event. It's about making sure everybody has fun. You did forget to mention the event that is coming up the soonest, which is Black History Month. 
Can you I did tell me forget more about, about that. that? Yeah. You mentioned spring, and I just completely jumped into the spring. Let's My talk about bad. February first. Uh, so this Saturday, we have our Black History Month celebration. Uh, it will be at the Kane Center for the Arts. It's co-hosted by the Smithville Community Coalition, the Kane Center for the Arts, and obviously the town. Mm-hmm. It will be from 5.30 to 7. It will feature some artwork, some great speakers, music, as well as Sons of Maestro will be doing a small performance before their paid performance that night. So if you're mm-hmm. not sure if you want to come to the event or... If you're not sure about um, all the different kind of artwork, we do have some great music you can come listen to as well. Yeah. And I've been to this event before. It is so much fun. Oh, it's great. It time. is just, I remember, what was it, two years ago when we still had it at Town Hall? Mm-hmm. The musical performances were amazing. And so it's yeah. definitely worth checking out if you are available. You said this Saturday? This Saturday from 5.30 to 7 at Kane Center. Okay. Now you can jump the gun and tell me more about spring. <laughs> what else to. is coming up? <laughs> uh, April 13th, we have our Earth Jam. That's our eco-friendly green-focused event that we have every single year. That will mm-hmm. be at Robbins Park. It's a great event followed by a campout that we'll do afterwards mm-hmm. run by Emily, who Josh had mentioned, one of our RPAs. Award-winning campout. Award-winning campout, yes. Yeah. It's uh, very focused on... Uh, nature, which mm-hmm. is a lot different than the camp out we have coming up in May. So it's very sought after. So when that goes on sale, mm-hmm. uh, make sure to register as soon as possible. And then if you want to push it all the way to May, <laughs> we, like have, want to. <laughs> we have our jazz festival on May 18th. That's okay. our one of our premier events, very diverse crowd, great music, food, mm-hmm. drink, everything like that. That will be May 18th at Smithville Park. And I actually jumped ahead because I forgot I had a special announcement about our May 4th movie oh, night. <laughs> uh, we are going to be showing Star Wars The Force Awakens since it is uh, May 4th. May yeah. the 4th be with you. We had to show a Star Wars movie. <laughs> the nerd inside me is very happy we can show that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. There I'll was, be there. There was a lot of discussion on the movie choice. Really? So, yes. There couldn't have been. There yes. was. So with the... Uh, licensing options we have we could only okay. pick from the seventh movie on so basically any movie from 2010 on for star wars we couldn't okay. do the original and we couldn't do the ones that came out in the early 2000s mm-hmm. so it was a mixture of what's our favorite versus what is more family friendly okay so we went with force awakens awesome okay. rogue one would have been my choice are personally. you both star wars people i'm more lord of the rings i'm, okay. I'm a nerd okay yeah. i had a long conversation recently about how you're supposed to watch the first six movies in what order do you have an Ooh. opinion on that Four, that's five, a... six, as they came out, I would watch in that order. Okay, that's I would, what I thought, I too. would say the same, episode one. Okay. Uh-uh. That's not a good start. Yeah, it's rough, <laughs> it's but it gets better from there. It gets uh-huh. better from there. Okay, sorry for that interruption there. Anyway, back to Parks and Rec. I was just very curious. This was a lengthy conversation, and people have strong opinions about it. In any case, how has our programming, or how have our events changed since last year? What are some improvements that residents are going to see this year when they attend? So a lot of the improvements are mainly about the logistics and making sure the experience for everyone stays the same, if not improving. Mm -hmm. Because the events are mainstays, they do so well, they're increasing in crowds the last few years, it doesn't make sense in our end to change the format. Things are working well for a reason. Mm -hmm. So what I like to do is try to improve the customer experience or the attendance experience. So that would be through parking, signage, communication beforehand, making sure people know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, kid zone, people are all about kid zone, making sure that we don't overpromise and underdeliver mm-hmm. and that we have a great opportunity for kids to come out for these events because these are all family friendly events. They are all free outside of a registration based here and there, but we try to keep it as low price, if not free as possible for mm-hmm. those registration, like we talked for the Hop in the Spring event. Yeah. So. It's more about the logistics and making it a more enjoyable experience from beginning to end. Because mm-hmm. if you are in your car for an hour waiting to find a parking spot, you're no matter how great the rest of the event goes, you're mm-hmm. not going to enjoy it and you're going to have that bad experience, bad taste in your mouth. So yeah. 
we'll let the event take care of itself, making sure when you get there and you learn about it beforehand, it's all smooth running. Mm -hmm. Well, it gets better every year. Every year we learn a different lesson. And I know, especially Absolutely. for big events, you all meet the day after and you do a full recap of everything that happened the day before mm -hmm. so that you can address those concerns that came up immediately and, and put them at the front of your minds and make sure that when you start planning for the next year, which is usually immediately for a large event, that you remember the things that could change and the things mm -hmm. that can be better. I will so, say we do it for all events, not just small events or okay. big events. So the teddy bear breakfast had 23 people in it. The next day we met because we knew if we wait a week, we'd forget things. If we wait a month, we'd forget things. So mm -hmm. get it meeting, write down our notes, and then we can start talking about it, maybe not plan right away like we would for a jazz fest or a symphony, but it's mm -hmm. better to evaluate while things are fresh in mind. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Josh, you look like you have a lot to say. Tell me more about programs. What's coming up? I was just going to mention, as far as logistics, <laughs> I think a great example would be since, um, not not to be the dead horse, but hop in the spring, right? And just the, the sheer size of it and the difficulties of, of parking might have been last year or actually moving it this year. Oh. So I'm not sure, Mike, you want to kind of touch on new location and just kind of improved yeah. parking and all that? Yeah, so the event's been moved from traditionally Robbins Park now to Wilhelm Park. Okay. Uh, it's been Robbins for a few years, at least before I started here in 2021 in that neighborhood. We're moving it to the other side of town, another mm -hmm. neighborhood, a larger event space. More importantly, if you've been to any of our events at Robbins, parking is an issue because mm -hmm. there's not really a dedicated lot. Well, Wilhelm, we have access to Cornelius Elementary School's parking lot. There's the grass lot behind there. There's Catawba Avenue. Mm -hmm. Town Hall's a tenth, a quarter of a mile away. So yeah. plenty of parking um, for an event that sees anywhere from 1,500 to 2,000 people. Mm -hmm. Parking is very important. And that's been our number one concern with most of our events is making sure, again, people can park and safely get to the event. Mm -hmm. Once we get there, we know they're going to have a great time. We got that nailed down, Pat. Yeah. And for those of our, our residents or our listeners who don't know, where is Wilhelm Park? Wilhelm Park is behind Cornelius Elementary School, so mm -hmm. it is off of Catawba Avenue. I think the address is 10918 Smith Circle. They can Google it. It's close <laughs> enough to that, yes. Yeah, so it's right near Town Hall, near Kane Center, right behind the um, elementary school there. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it'll be a great event. I can't wait to see how it turns out this year. I'm sure this will be a big improvement. Absolutely. Now, Josh, do you have anything you want to say about spring programming? Yeah, there's a couple <laughs> things that come to mind. Um, so... One of them is going to be our, a magical extravaganza. Um, so that's going to be a program geared towards the, the younger kids. It's actually taking place in the evening. Hold on, let me look at my notes, give you an exact date. Uh, April 3rd, and it's actually going to kick off at 7.30. Okay. Um, so we know that's a little bit later, but mm -hmm. a, the end of the event is a, an egg hunt. While it's okay. dark, you bring your flashlights out. So mm -hmm. we got to wait for it to get a little darker. Okay. But we have a great magician. What are we doing beforehand? Wow. Yeah, so, yeah, so we have a, a magician coming out, magic. This one's actually going to take place over at Town Hall. So the magic show itself is going to be indoors. And then afterwards, then we're going to be moving outside um, to do the flashlight. And I know, like Mike said, it, it is a little bit later for the little ones. And mm -hmm. if you look up... Uh, Flashlight acons, they, they generally tend to be on the older age, but this is just such a unique experience. And mm -hmm. um, I can tell you from one, from bringing my boys last year, they they absolutely loved it. So Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe it'll make it more of a challenge if everybody's a little groggy for it. <laughs> it'll be yeah. harder to find the eggs. That and, and then if it's okay, Melinda, just one, one more that I do want to quickly mention just on the opposite end, right? So we got the, the little ones. Um, we're actually happy to um, actually introduce what probably a week, two weeks ago, Mike. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be our um, barbecue and bingo mm -hmm. opportunity. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be for um, seniors to come in, um, eat some delicious barbecue, and then uh, play some bingo for a chance to win some great prizes. Yeah, that's awesome. You guys have definitely thought of it all. And these are super unique events that you don't see 
every day, but they definitely reach all the pockets of our community and they give everyone an opportunity to get involved and have fun. I wrote this into my notes um, thinking it would be fun to give you guys only 30 seconds to talk about summer camps, but now we only have 30 seconds to talk about summer camps. So give me your elevator pitch. Go. Yeah. So uh, our summer camp, it's very robust. Um, Year after year, we've always been nominated for having the the best camp offering. Um, We have full day camps. So those parents that need up to 10 hours of um, coverage, we have that taken care of. We got a variety of sports, camps, you name a sport. I, I will bet you that we'll probably be offering it. And then last but not least, but Emily does a great job with our STEM camps offering fantastic opportunities from food science to interactive engineering, as well as our police department. Great relationship with them. Shout out to the police. Um, they do a great job offering a couple different options, mm-hmm. Lake Patrol, as well as our um, junior uh, police academy. Okay. I think that was 45, but... I'll let it slide. This I time. know. I'm sorry. I'm long-winded. I <laughs> give you guys ten more seconds. I got one yeah. more thing to add. Okay, they go, go for on it. sale next week. They so do. They typically most of our camps will sell out very quickly. Mm-hmm. So Cornelius residents can register starting seven a.m. on March first. Mm-hmm. Non-residents the week after on March eighth. Yeah. So Cornelius residents register while you can while yes, they're available. Please, please, and if <laughs> um, just know that with all of our programs, we do offer a, a scholarship option as well. Mm-hmm. So um, please give us a call. We're more than happy to discuss that option with you great part about our summer camps is it's for everyone mm-hmm. right it's yeah. all I'm just, ages i'm yeah. just pulling your leg i'll give you more time to talk about oh, it because i know thanks. summer camps are big we'll be right back with about town thank you for tuning in don't go anywhere we'll return with more of mayor woody washam and about town in just a moment on 1059 100.7 wsic local starts here now more about town with cornelius mayor woody washam on 1059 100.7 wsic Welcome back to About Town, typically hosted by Cornelius Mayor Woody Washam. I am Malin Joyner, filling in for him today. I'm the comms manager for the town. I am joined by my two best friends, Mike and Josh, who work for Cornelius Parks and Recreation. I'm not going to drop it. We're best friends. Don't make tell it. Emily that. <laughs> I'm, making us, I'm making us all bracelets at the end of this, or we'll get those little heart necklaces that all click together. I feel like it's easier to just wear a polo like us. Well, two out of three. You didn't bring one for me. You brought one for Josh. He changed. Well, guess what right I have under the table? <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. Wouldn't that be nice? It's like the Oprah show. You get a polo. I get a polo. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. So we left off talking about summer camps and I made you guys sweat a little bit. I only gave you 45 seconds to talk about it, but there is so much to talk about. Summer camps here are amazing. People all across the region talk about it. I know the kids that I babysit live in a totally different area of Charlotte and they want to come to Cornelia's summer camp. It's not because I tell them about it every single day and, you know, for bedtime stories. But their mom has heard about it, and it's a phenomenon. I know that this year we have added several new spots because of how quickly it sells out and how quickly it fills up. Can you tell me more about that addition? Yeah, absolutely. So let, let me first um, give a shout out to Emily. Mm-hmm. Um, Hi, Emily. We we wanted to take a um, we, we we expanded our camp offerings. We continue to do so this year. We did more than than I think we've done in recent years. And we wanted to celebrate that by almost a rebrand. Uh, so Emily worked very, very hard, and um, she came up with Camp Cornelius. So that is now going to be our brand, so to speak. So it's mm-hmm. the same, same expectation, same experience that you've had in the past, which we all, you know, know and love, but just a different name on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but to your point, I appreciate you bringing that up. Uh, we we took a look at our surveys, and we found out that we we, we could be doing more in the full day camp. Mm-hmm. So we we looked. Um, 
we looked everywhere under the couch cushions, um, <laughs> you know, underneath the floor mat in the car. Where can we carve out the space? Because that, that's our biggest limitation is, is space. Um, and, and we realized, you know, if we shift a few things on the sports side of things, we, we have a good facility mm -hmm. um, over at our secondary recreation center. So obviously our, our Bailey house, their summer camp, then over at JV, um, we, we, we came up with the opportunity to add 50 extra kits. So wow. we actually upped it 50%. So in, in past years, anywhere between 100 to 110 kiddos. Mm -hmm. um, this year we can go up to, you know, theoretically 160 Oh. Um, which is pretty fantastic. Not to mention, we haven't dropped off in any of the other segments. So mm -hmm. our STEM camp numbers are the the same quality, um, same quantity as mm -hmm. previous years. And then our sports camps, we actually added. Wow. Uh, yeah. So um, with the Olympics on board, uh, Shelby was able to um, lock down some sand volleyball, which hey. is which is amazing. Uh, so we got that going on, and actually, um, we're going to be hosting. Um, a kind of a, a mini all sorts of sports, uh, sporty fundamentals mm -hmm. for the little ones, ages four to six. So parents, if your your kids express interest in athletics, but we're not sure which one we want to do, that's an opportunity. Mm -hmm. But if your your son or daughter comes up to you and says, you know, hey, I really want to try basketball, mm -hmm. we have all the mainstream sports and then some. Yeah, so. that's great. It's really, really impressive that we're able to offer such a wide variety of camps given the fact that resources are always strained, you know, the budgets are always strained. And so for you to be able to add so many spots just for the sake of kids having the opportunity to come to camp is truly incredible. You know, I'm really glad that you guys were able to do that this year. Is there anything else that people need to know about summer camps? Obviously, registration opens for residents on March 1st, 7 a.m. So get to it while you can and then open to the public on March 8th. Is there anything else other than the rebranding, which I love, by the way? I know Emily worked really hard on putting it together. I worked really hard on improving it, so. <laughs> we, we appreciate your assistance Thank on it. Thank you. Um, the only one thing, and I mentioned it shortly um, before we, we went to break, um, was we do offer a scholarship program as well. So um, I encourage all parents, we, we try to keep the, the pricing of camps as, a, as affordable as possible. Mm -hmm. Trust me, I'm in your boat. I got two kids. <laughs> I, I know what that looks like. Um, but for those that might need a little extra assistance, we have it for you. Um, please utilize us. Give us a call. And then last but not least, our camp ages are from 4 to 14. Mm -hmm. So a pretty wide range. Yeah, there's something for everyone. Exactly. Truly. If you ever have a camp for 24-year-olds, let me know and I'll sign up right away. It <laughs> 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 sounds like fun. All right. So I will be completely honest with you guys. And you know this. Our listeners don't. You were not my first two choices to come on the show today. I wanted the big guy. I wanted Troy Fitzsimmons. What? <laughs> Can you believe that? Wow. Because there is something Walk important. Out. There's done. something important that we need to talk about, and that's Legion Park. I run all of the town social media accounts. Um, you guys have your own person who does the Parks and Rec social accounts, but we see a lot of comments about Legion Park. And if you drive by it right now, you'll see that it's not exactly the best curb appeal. There is some work going on there. So can you please tell me what's happening at Legion Park? I'm not the person. You got to talk to Troy about <laughs> I know that. You, actually, he has notes. Don't don't blame him no, for pulling no, up the no. sheet. But. Um, no, actually, first I appreciate you bringing this up. I, mm -hmm. I do know that is something that's talked about around town. Um, so Troy and I actually did spend a little bit of time talking about it. So I'm going to try to um, give you everything that that I can, mm -hmm. um, and then hopefully then some to kind of ease everybody um, yeah. on on what's going on. But as far as Legion Park goes, obviously, if you guys have been out there lately, the the ball field is torn up right mm -hmm. 
Um, and pretty much what happened was, is that there was a stormwater pipe um, that just rotted over time. So mm -hmm. it was about 25 years old. It rotted the head wall, um, basically started failing. Water was basically pour pouring out of it and mm -hmm. it started creating sinkholes. Yeah. Not a good scenario. To not have, good for right? baseball. No, not good for baseball. <laughs> not, not good in general. Um, so we, we needed to do something about it. Um, so obviously you guys have been there. You guys have seen the construction teams. So um, we're actually going to be installing a concrete head wall and pipe. Um, it is currently getting installed. Hopefully the, the rain, uh, as you guys know, we had a mean streak of rain. I think every mm -hmm. time it did rain, it dumped like two inches of rain. It was... Yeah. yeah, it was big enough for my kids to swim in. So, um, it <laughs> yeah, does, it's two inch tall kids, by the way. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. It does, um, unfortunately, delay the project. But um, so that that's going to be getting installed to obviously stop the mm -hmm. sinkholes. Um, and additionally, it's actually all the water is going to flow into a retention pond. So there's going to be a beautiful pond mm -hmm. um, with the opportunity to hopefully see some wildlife, you know, little frogs, tadpoles, beavers. Um, be maybe beavers <laughs> right um so but that that's actually going to be a new amenity for the park that i think is really going to be appreciated mm -hmm. um you know just a little peace of mind just go out there and, and just kind of stare at the water maybe skip some rocks yeah yeah that would be nice and i i know that legion has been having problems for a while now and i think that's where a lot of the concern on social media and from residents comes from is the fact that for a very long time the the appeal of the park hasn't been there the the same amenities haven't been kept up in the way that you see at other parks, but that's been because we knew we would have to tear it all up very soon. It took a while for the project to get started, but now that it's underway, we're hopeful that it'll be finished by when? It's it's pretty soon, right? Yeah. So we were hoping for the end of the month, mm -hmm. um, but obviously we, we had rain. Yeah. Right. We can't um, control the rain, sadly. Yeah. I, I tried calling Mother, Mother Nature, but <laughs> well, she didn't pick up. Um, <laughs> So be, being a guy that, that did, you know, youth athletics for a very long time, yeah, rain, rain is never a good thing. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously it, it did delay um, the pipe installation. Um, but we are now looking at early spring. Okay. As we know, spring is coming up. So I, I don't want to put a date out there because... Mm -hmm. We don't know for sure. There, yeah, it could always rain again. Who exactly, knows? Exactly, <laughs> right? Um, so... But again, when that's going to be done, don't expect us to be able to open up the field right away. Mm -hmm. Obviously, with all this work going on underneath the ground, we had to tear up what was above the ground, being the turf, right? Mm -hmm. Turf and infield. So we need to allow time for, for the, the turf um, yeah. to, to basically just sew in. Um, mm -hmm. And then I'm not sure if anybody's interested in knowing this, but I will <laughs> pass it along. The, the, the grass that we use is... Was it Bermuda? Bermuda. Thank you, Mike. Wow. I know the listeners were dying to know, I know. what kind of grass I know, but the reason why I bring that up, uh, it's a warm grass, okay. so it grows in certain times of the year. So in these cooler temperatures, it, it just doesn't stand a chance. Okay. So I say all of this mm -hmm. um, with the hopes that by the time that we start school up in August, either middle or late August, mm -hmm. we're going to be back to playing playing ball uh, at yeah. Legion Park, which is going to be great. Yeah, I'm sure. And I know everybody's waiting for it to open, but it is a work in progress and it is a lengthy process that we have to go through in order to make sure that the quality of the park is really there. We care about all of our parks, be they on the west side or the east side. And so making sure that we do the job right the first time is critical to success. It's something that we all care about deeply and whatever job it is that we do at the town. And so I really appreciate you taking the time to talk about it. I know you're not the guy to talk about it, 
But are there any other improvements planned for the park? You mentioned this retention pond that will surely be a wonderful amenity. Absolutely. I can't wait to skip rocks with you on our lunch breaks. <laughs> Please do. I, I've, I've never had that skill, you know, but... No, uh, I can't do it. I'm great at throwing rocks. <laughs> Not so much at skipping. Them. Yeah, no, I, I never had that skill, but I'm I'm willing to, to practice All right. with you. All right. <laughs> and then I'll get your matching polo beforehand and it'd be Thank a great photo. Uh, I have been waiting for Step ages. Brothers moment. At that <laughs> Don't touch my drum set. Exactly. I've never seen that movie. <laughs> really? Oh my goodness. Put it on the watch list. All right. Uh, to get us back on track. Uh-huh. Um, uh, another comment that, that we do get um, pretty regularly is about the playground, mm-hmm. right? I'm not going to shy away from that. Um, that playground, I believe, is about 25 years old. Probably. Um, so, actually, what, what we're looking to do is in the upcoming CIP, the Capital Improvement um, Fund, we did put in a request to replace that playground. All right. right? So, yeah. um, we're going to go with hopefully something a little bit more modern, um, updated. Mm-hmm. And another thing we're actually going to be doing that, that we think is going to be um, a great improvement that might be a little overlooked, but just really, really help us parents, right? Mm-hmm or grandparents, um, or, or nannies, whatever it might be, we'll move, we're, we're looking to move the playground closer to the pavilion that we have okay. out there, as well as, um, let's say pavilion shelter, excuse mm-hmm. me, as well as the restroom. Yeah. And we're going to be placing the playground, hopefully, theoretically, underneath um, the, the trees, just allowed some shade structure, especially during the, the hot summer days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I know playground equipment does get pretty hot, so... Oh, yeah. So that is what we requested. Obviously, it needs to go through the, the proper channels for approval. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that was to take place, then, you know, theoretically, then next year's budget, we would be getting a brand new playground over at Legion, which is very exciting. Yeah, that's something to look forward to. Is Pavilion Midwestern for shelter? I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My apologies. My, <laughs> my Illinois is coming out. <laughs> we hate it when that happens. We'll be right back <laughs> with About Town. Call now to speak with Cornelius Mayor Woody Washam at 844-STUDIO-4. It's About Town on 105.9, 100.7, WSIC. Good morning, Cornelius, and welcome back to About Town. Josh, don't look at me like that. <laughs> I'm using my radio voice. I've been practicing. Welcome back to About Town, typically hosted by Mayor Woody Washam. Today, it's me, Malin Joyner. I'm the communications manager for the town here to communicate to you about Parks and Rec. I'm here with Josh and Mike, who both work for our Parks and Rec department, and they have had a lot of great things to say about what Parks and Rec does, what's coming up this spring. It's a very hefty schedule, so get your planners out, your calendar apps, whatever, and start plugging things in because you are going to be busy if you follow Parks and Rec and what they stay up to. And we've also talked a little bit about Legion Park, and Josh has assured us that there is progress being made there, hopeful that the park reopens sometime this year and sometime soon. Uh, we are plowing away at it and trying to get it done and done right. And so lots of improvements to come. Maybe a new playground. Who knows? Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers, fingers crossed. crossed. Um, so I do want to talk to you guys about the most important topic this time of year, and that is the town budget, or at least the process that leads up to a new town budget. I know it is not the most interesting thing in the world. We will try and make it spicy for you. Parks and Rec is one of the departments that requests funding from the town board in each budget cycle. And they request funding for all sorts of different things, be it new equipment like a playground or the funds to run a new program, expand summer camps, things like that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You guys are the town's third favorite department. Woo! (laughs) That's something to brag about, at least according to the Citizen Budget Survey, which is open until February 29th. If you disagree with Parks and Rec being the third highest priority in our town, go and take the budget survey. Let us know, please. Yeah. Um, It is open until February 29th. You can find it on cornelius.org. And uh, yeah, I think that's all I have to say about it right now. Anyway. (laughs) 
what are some of the requests that Parks and Rec is making in FY25, which is the upcoming fiscal year? Yeah, so um, so those are really two pockets to look at. Um, you have like the capital improvement, which obviously I mentioned Legion Park, um, mm-hmm. and then you have the, the smaller day-to-day funding. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll kind of touch on that here. Yeah, let's break it down really quick because yeah. we mm-hmm. in government love to use big words that don't make sense to anybody but us. What is capital improvement? What does that even mean? <laughs> capital improvement. <laughs> These are just large you know, it, it's not a fifty dollar investment or mm-hmm. five thousand. It's hundreds of thousands of dollars. Okay. Um, cost that that definitely you know th- there's a bucket of money, so mm-hmm. to speak, and just kind of talking layman's terms, bucket of money. Everybody wants it, right? Mm-hmm. So we're just going to put in our capital improvement request. That's all they are right now. They are requests, mm-hmm. and then obviously it moves up the chain, and then it's up to the town board to decide how the money gets allocated. And these are one-time funds, right? We also have operating costs, which Correct. are recurring costs, things that we have to pay for every year, like salaries. Correct. Okay. Yep. So continue what you were saying. <laughs> so so with that being said, I guess on the operation side, I'll quickly kind of mention some of the, the changes that we're making on that side of the house mm-hmm. um, and how it's going to actually impact everybody in the town. So the first one is going to be, I know we touched on the full day camps expansion. So um, with the way that our budget year falls, we do need funding for the last uh, five weeks into FY25 budget year. So that is a request that we're making, um, as well as adding some funding in our maintenance budget. So we, we want to provide everybody with exceptional parks and greenways. So on the park side of the things, it, it does take money to maintain them. Um, and unfortunately, the dollar doesn't hold up the same today as it did maybe five years ago. So we're just trying to keep up with the time, so to speak. Um, and then the last one, actually, I'm, I'm going to pass the mic over to, to Mike. Um, I think this is going to be up his wheelhouse. Yeah, the fun part of my job. So we're going to be asking for more money as well for our events to put on better quality music, had better quality bands, everything like that. So like Toberfest, Jazz Festival, Earth Jam, we request X amount of dollars each year for both the AV to bring in a company to do the audio, visual, soundstage, lighting, as well as pay for talent, pay for bands. Yeah. So we're asking for an increase in that so that we can continue to, we've kind of hit a, not a plateau, but we have an expectation that we've hit every single year. We want mm-hmm. to now exceed that expectation. And to raise the, the bar. Exactly. Yeah. We're constantly raising the bar and, you know, sadly that takes money. <laughs> I wish it was endless, but, you know, we do want to provide really, really good service to you, whether that's in public safety, whether it's in parks and rec or public works or something else. And, One of the ways that we do that is we constantly set new expectations and we constantly exceed expectations. I think that special events are one of those things where people assume that we can go without them and, you know, we could, but what kind of community would we have if we did? What what sense of community would we have and who would be there to foster it? Parks and Rec is, is very big on fostering a sense of community and bringing people together. And that's one of the reasons why we do put on these large scale events. Absolutely. Yeah. The events are for the greater Charlotte area, the Lake Norman area. But first and foremost, we want the Cornelius community to be showing up to our events, which mm-hmm. is why we try to foster these events and make them more annual. Try mm-hmm. to So that way people recognize and realize they're coming up as well as when we do have any kind of registration again, mm-hmm. either free or very minimal, quicker, uh, earlier deadline. We try to make sure that Cornelius residents have the upper hand to attend our events but we still want people to come no matter where they are. We just yeah. want Cornelius residents to get the most out of their taxes that mm-hmm. are going towards our events. Yeah, we're That's always great. looking out for you. Absolutely. <laughs> 100% of the time. What pot- what potential projects or improvements are you most excited for coming up this next fiscal year? 
or the ones that are being requested at least. So for for me personally, just being mm-hmm. very selfish, it's going to be the the Legion Park playground mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> with, with with you know uh, young kids at home that that love playgrounds, mm-hmm. um, and obviously with that playground being twenty five years old, it's older than I am. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm the old one in the room, actually. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, Grandpa Josh. Yeah, seriously. Back in my. Um, but no, in all seriousness, though, it is just time for that playground um, to get updated um, to kind of you know keep up with the current trends with playgrounds. So I'm very excited for that, and also just moving it closer. Mm-hmm. So you know, you know, we have to you know use a potty break or or anything like that. We don't have to walk you know a couple mm-hmm. blocks away or anything like that. Um, and then another thing um, that is actually exciting, and it's always exciting to do something for the first time. So um, with our Bailey Road Court Complex, um, it's actually going to provide dedicated pickleball courts for the first time. Yeah. Um, so it's actually going to be providing 10 pickleball okay. courts, which is great, as mm-hmm. well as another bank of six tennis courts. Um, so that's an exciting project. And also with that comes additional parking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so over at Bailey Road, park it is obviously a very well attended park so additional parking does does go a long way there yeah i'm sure it will i do want to talk about these projects and and requests that you're making for you know the next hour but we don't have much time left so i do want to ask about something that the community participated in recently and something that we should always be doing whenever we ask the community for their feedback is closing the cycle and letting them know what we got out of it and how we're going to implement it so for the parks and greenway master plan is Mm -hmm. that the formal title for it Yes. Let's go with yes. 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 Master plan, Parks and Greenway. Yes. (laughs) There we go. Um, You guys held several listening sessions and you also held a public survey or you opened a public survey to Mm -hmm. to get feedback. What kind of insights did you get from that and how are you going to build it back into parks and recreation programming and facilities and everything else? Yeah. So I, I, great question as always. Thank you. (laughs) Grilling me today. Um, did you bring the hot dogs? I did. I did. And the burgers. <laughs> Where's Rashad? <laughs> he's, cooking, anyway. he's cooking them outside. Um, no, but the one thing I will quickly mention as far as the master plan, um, Parks and Greenway survey, appreciate everybody that came out, did the survey. Um, you know, we, we, we care about what you have to say, so we appreciate it. It does go a long way. So um, up front, I know Mike, um, he's right here, so I got to give him a shout out. Special mm-hmm. events ranked very, very high as far as what we're currently participating in and what we more want more of. So... Mm-hmm. Um, but long-term and kind of how we set our vision for the future, we use the master plan and the data that's collected from it. So right now what we're doing, we're working internally with, with different staff, as well as our parks and recreation commission to review and adjust our CIP, right? The big bucket of money to accommodate as much as we can, Mm -hmm. um, within the, the, you know, obviously the confines of the budget. Um, but you know, we hope throughout this process it's going to lead to a, a potential park bond referendum in the very near future. What so does we, that mean, Josh? <laughs> what is a park bond referendum? Our park bond um, would just be a, a lump sum of money <laughs> that we identify will bring, you know, X amount of projects or lane acquisition mm-hmm. um, to the town, right? So, so there needs to be there needs to be a need and a want, and we feel like it's there. And now we just got to execute it. But unfortunately, we just don't have the current funding in place which is why we would be potentially going out to a bond, a mm-hmm. referendum. Okay. Yep. Thank you. Words are big and not everybody knows what all of these things mean. It's one of the things that I've realized working in comms for the past three years for the town is that it makes so much sense to us when we put it on paper. We're like, yeah, of course, a park bond referendum. And then we look at what the public thinks. We have Mayor Washam on the line. Oh, <gasps> all right. What well, a pleasant good addition. Good morning, folks. 
I just wanted to say you guys are doing a great job. Thanks for covering me today. <laughs> These three folks are examples of why the town of Cornelius is as good as it is. And thank you, Maylin and Josh and Mike. Uh, you guys rock. I'm telling you, <laughs> thanks for all this great information about our parks. And I'm so proud of what uh, what you guys do, all of our employees in, in every department. But uh, we're bragging on parks today. So just want to say thank you and have a great day, y'all. Mm-hmm. Thank you, man. Do the same. Thank you for calling in. All right. We wish you were here. See we'll you see shortly. you next time. <laughs> thank you. Bye. All right. So Parks and Rec is, is big. Obviously, the mayor loves Parks and Rec. Our board loves Parks and Rec. We all love Parks and Rec. Um, did you have anything else that you wanted to say about the master plan and what exactly it is that people identified as what they love about Parks and Rec? Yeah, the one thing I, I do want to touch on, obviously, throughout this, you know, the conversations internally, plus with the Parks and Rec Commission, it's, you know, what's what's the vision for the future, right? So um, some of the, the top two needs identified on a scientific survey, um, they were more on the passive side, believe it or mm. not. So. Um, as far as activities, um, wildlife watching. Hey. Yeah. Which Should we start handing out binoculars? Which actually uh, struck <laughs> me by, I was very surprised by that, but um, you have that as well as water access for human-powered mm-hmm. um, activities. So that's kayaks, paddle boards. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are two things that we'll, we'll reference and, and the way that we're thinking about passive parks and active parks and you know, obviously land um, is very limited right now, mm-hmm. but we do believe that the future is going to be paved with larger land acquisition. Yeah. So so this way we can separate parks between passive as well as active recreation. Mm-hmm. So that's something that we are going to be making more cognizant approach on doing. Yeah. Well, there's more to come on that. You guys are putting in a lot of work on your side of things. If you can't get enough of Cornelius Parks and Recreation, there is an opportunity for the people to come out and hear from the guy himself, Troy Fitzsimmons. That is on March 4th. We're bringing back coffee chats. Ooh. We'll Yay. be at H2 Public House at 8.30 a.m. It's going to be all about Parks and Rec and the fun things that you'll get to, to do and see this year, as well as the improvements to come. And so if you're able to make it out, we ask that you please do. The event is free. We'll have coffee. Um, you bring the conversation Ooh. and we'll have there. a great time. <laughs> please, I'm there. Troy? Please don't forget yes. to take the FY25 Citizen Budget Survey available at Cornelius.org. And you can get more information on the coffee chat there. This has been About Town. Thank you for listening. We'll see you. Serving you better than ever before. 105.9, 100.7. WSIC, Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.